Hello, hello, and welcome to episode seven of Fairly Far Fetched. As always, you've got me, Kia, and for the second week in a row, I am sat at a desk opposite my good friend Gavin Pinkney. How are you doing today, mate? Making weird eye contact with Kia. It's a bit intense. For the second time. <laughs> I love recording in England. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and special guest today, we have our good friend and host of Don't Think About Elephants podcast. Sean Hillier, how you doing, mate? Hello. We are in Sean Hillier's office, Beat Laboratory. Um, converted second bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it works. I like the fact that your neighbour sometimes comes and just has a little glimpse at and us. it's really hot as well. What, your neighbour's really hot? <laughs> it's all hot. <laughs> we've, we've also opened the window, so there's probably going to be a bit of uh, background noise. Oh, but yeah. Listen, it'll be fun. It'll natural. Amateurs. So, guys, opening question. Um... I know you guys don't play Pokemon Go quite as much as I do, if at all. I do. Oh, you still do? Yeah, I still do. Sure. Collecting those Pokies. I'm probably the worst person to be on this podcast because I definitely don't play it. But I, I did. You played the original Niantic game though, right? Yeah, I Insight, played, I played Ingress. That's In- it. Insight. Wow. <laughs> I played Ingress. I think they're making a film out of it as well. How? What, of the Niantic game Ingress? I didn't say it was going to be good. <laughs> So if you can't tell already, Sean's podcast, Don't Think About Elephants, That's is right. all about films. So we're going to have a bit of expertise from Sean today. But um, So we're playing Pokemon Go, and this week, or the last couple of weeks actually, a very special event has occurred. We've had Team Rocket, the Pokemon crime syndicate, taking over Pokestops around the world. I've been really, really enjoying it, but it also sparked for me today's opening question, which is, Gavin, if you were a member of Team Rocket... Who would your Pokemon partner in crime be and why? I've chosen Pokemon 595, Joltik. Joltik? He's a tiny little spider. <laughs> tiny little spider. Now, he measures right. 0.1 metre in size mm. and he weighs 0.6 kilos. Right. He's very small. You could fit that guy in your pocket. Yeah. Now, what I'm thinking is based on his Pokedex entry... Joltik that live in cities have learned a technique for sucking electricity out of the outlets and houses. They attach themselves to large-bodied Pokemon and absorb static electri- mm. electricity, which they store in an electric pouch. So I'm thinking, got a little Joltik. You know, this day and age, lots of people have smart homes. Lots of people's totally. doors are, mm. you know, connected to okay. the smartphone. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, some sort of electrical current. And I'm thinking, I've got this little spider friend. I want to do a bit of, you know, cat burglary. Sure. Right? Team Rocket. Yeah. Cat burglary. Meowth burglary. Meowth burglary. Yeah. yeah. Alola Meowth burglary. <laughs> um, I've got my little Joltik and I'm yeah. just like, right, go break into that house, mate. Do Suck you, the electricity out of do it. Do you think that the chances are you're not going to find any homes that have doors like that? Oh, well, <laughs> that'd be the worst. The best you're going to do well, is be like a prankster that changes their, <laughs> their hue lights red. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, that's that's the extent I thought about this. Yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah, jolt it, go turn that house's new uh, lights. Fine, but in the future of the connected home, you'll be, you're, you're at the cutting edge of crime. Yeah, you're investing I feel early. like having a little spider friend that can suck electricity out and then also deal it out would be quite beneficial as a crime lord. Yeah, early, early crime adopter Gavin Pinkney. Exactly. Good answer. Sean, what have you got for us? Okay, so I had a little, I had a little scroll through. I don't, I don't know Pokemon that well, <laughs> sure. I'll admit. Um, but one stood out for me, and it's Hoot Hoot. Hoot Hoot. And the reason for that, you'll have to give out the number, I think. Yeah, let me see if I can find it. 
Just carry on. Pokemon 163, Hoot Hoot, Normal Flying. Now, imagine I'm mugging you. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me, let me, wait, 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 wait. Okay, go. You go. got it? Yeah. Ah! And I'm joined with those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah. He's staring yeah. into your dark, cold soul. <laughs> He's looking right through my soul. You He's seeing my deepest that. secrets. I think that that is the most intimidating stare I've ever seen a Pokemon. So you're going for pure out-and-out intimidation. He's going to yeah, use it's Leer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brute force. Basic. Definitely. You didn't think of, like, having an Onyx or something like that. <laughs> now, Onyx is too on the nose, something, isn't it? Something, like, absolutely colossal, colossally massive. Yeah, but you know, quick, it's a flying Pokemon. Quick getaway. True. And, um, and you, he, could, you could think you could fly on the back of a tiny owl. I, I think. Hang off his little feet. Hang off his one leg. Yeah. <laughs> he has one leg. Well, I think he has. He's two, got two. He's, he's standing on one. He's got two. Ah, yeah, good says, pokey fact. It changes feet so fast the movement can rarely be seen. Imagine if his leg had a shank in it. Nice. You'd be able to see that shank happen. He's like Michael Flatley, Lord of the Crime. Yeah. Lord of the Owls. Yeah. That's what I got. All right, um, very nice. And also, who, who I imagine is quite comfortable operating at night. Oh, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Right? That's where I thought you were going. It's hidden benefits. That's a little freebie for you. Yeah, not not you. so hidden, pretty, pretty much right there. Um, okay, so I also didn't spend much time thinking about my answer today. I've gone for a Pokemon that I know is one of Gavin's favourite Pokemon for maybe some of the wrong reasons. I'm really intrigued. He's a grass type. Bulbasaur. Pokemon number 495. Snivy. Ah, oh, Smugly. Smugly, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Smugleaf, Sean? Yeah, I don't. I, I thought Smugleaf was the real name. No, Smug, Smugleaf is just the name that fans have given him because he looks smug as fuck. Yeah. I think Smugleaf just looks like he's up to something. That's all I got for you, really. <laughs> I just, he looks like a criminal. Isn't that a problem, though? Because he's going to get caught. No, I like it. His. Him being super conspicuous will allow me allow me to just kind of like like see him in a lineup. You're like, he did it. No, I don't know. It's like I'm. Uh, there's a crime going on. Please come to the scene. They see Snivy. They're like, right, Snivy, come on me. And then I'm just there, like you know, stealing so grandma's purse or whatever. Yeah, he's basically a decoy because he looks like he's up to summit. Fair. Having that. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's pretty tough to beat Meowth, isn't it? Meowth is good because he can steal your coins. Uh- <laughs> He has a coin attack or something. Payday. Payday. Oh, that's giving out coins, isn't it? I feel like payday. Um, he hits the opposing Pokemon so hard that I assume the Pokemon goes flying into the trainer. The trainer falls over and then all his coins fall out his wallet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing you have thought about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The I logistics think, of Meowth crime. I think three solid answers there. Three and, solid and answers. What I'm actually quite proud of is that this week... You didn't think of it as much. <laughs> Feedback was taken on. <laughs> yeah. You've got no prepared poem. I can come up with one. Anyone want me to come up with one? <laughs> oh, no, okay, fine, fine. We'll, we'll get on with it. Um, great. Okay, so last time out, Gavin, Pokemon... Pokonomics was the name of the episode. Episode six. Yeah, episode six, Pokonomics. So what we got into uh, last time out was we decided to... Uh, have a think about what businesses would look like in our world if Pokemon existed. Mm. And we basically took it in turns to pitch a business at each other. Dragonite's um, Den. Like, yeah, Dragonite's Den. Dragonite's Den, exactly that. Um, and we took a t- took it in turns 
and we basically decided whether or not we would buy into uh, each other's businesses. Mm. Highlights included uh, Polywell Laundry. Pelipper Postal Service, which is still one of my favourite things to try and say. Pelipper Postal Service. Pelipper Postal Service. PPS. Um, Kia made some uh, outlandish statements about no. politics. <laughs> Got a bit confused as to what yeah. certain things meant. Listen, Listen I had two eh? gins, eh? Right? <laughs> Uh, we talked about cu- custom Pokeballs. Custom Pokeballs. Uh, Pokemon instructors. Yeah. You act like kind of ersatz driving instructors. Yeah. We also decided that people only listen to the last five minutes of a podcast. Correct. So you can say anything you want. 100%. Um, and then we sort of got into the idea of, do we eat Pokemon? Which we We do. definitely do. Very naughty. Now, Sean, you're vegan. Yeah. So. Thanks for bringing it up for me. How Straight do- away. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I guess your opinion on eating Pokemon would be the same as your opinion on eating animals, right? Well, surely there'd be way more people that that won't want to eat Pokemon. But what about like grass type Pokemon? What about like a weeping bell, right? Grass, Which is a plant Pokemon, aren't they? Oh, oh, like plant Pokemon. That's a really interesting question. A plants. I feel Wait. like there's probably a Pokemon that looks like a pumpkin or something, right? Yeah, Pumpkaboo. Pumpkaboo. Thank you. A little cat. <laughs> I can just stab in the dark, and there's definitely a Pokemon of it. I mean, Pumpkaboo's I would say lovely. probably because it's like a sentient being. It's it's off the table, right? In more ways than one. I guess all Pokemon eating is equal, isn't it? If you had a... Sorry, Pumpkaboo. Pumpkaboo, Pokemon yeah. 710. If you had to look in its eyes and go, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then just cut it up. Then um, that'd be the same as killing like a whatever, Onyx. I guess so. But I mean, plants are living. How do you kill an Onyx? How do you kill an Onyx? You're certainly not eating an Onyx. No. Because I imagine they're rocks all the way through. No, no, they're not, are they? No, I think probably they they adhere to the same logic that we did with the geo. They're a giant like... lizard, but they use rocks to create <laughs> like an exoskeleton for themselves. It's probably some form of reptile-like snake mm. that has just got adhesive. <laughs> like I think a, that's right. Maybe like a sticky substance, and it's just you know, yeah. acquired lots Ooh. of rock. Or maybe it's just like a giant snake that's it's a giant snake really hard like it's got rock hard skin so it could be that or it could be a giant snake that's actually quite weak right which is why it chooses to put rocks around itself as a form of defense yeah anyway we digress kia what's this episode about well today's episode gavin is all about pokemon in hollywood and tv shows as well so we wanted to get into kind of pokey media i suppose so we've got our good friend sean here from don't think about elephants which is a name that i'm gonna try and get right because for some reason i always want to say don't talk about elephants um but now that i've said it out loud maybe um maybe i'll be a bit better at uh, saying the right name but we thought that having sean today would be a good opportunity for us to meld together our two areas of expertise Mm. sean on movies us on pokemon what would be different thinking back to the last i don't know 50 years of hollywood which movies do we think would be very, very different if we lived in a world of Pokemon existed instead of animals? Does that roughly make sense? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah? So, I guess starting, before we get into specific instances of movies and TV shows, why don't we just have a bit of a chat around Hollywood itself and how it would be different? So, for example, Pokemon could be actors and actresses, right? But do they take the place of pet actors? I think... Well, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, good. Good miss, good redirection. Um, <laughs> think yeah, about, I guess so. Think about like humanoid shaped Pokemon. Like, does is Hitmonchan actually Jackie Chan? Hundred percent. I'm trying to. I mean, you really don't see films now where there are a lot of animals in, right? Because they can't do it. Is Hitmonlee? No ducks were harmed. Bruce Lee. 
but it's like a famous Hitmonlee that died. Mm. <laughs> or he, he was, they're all just a big fan of Is Bill Lee. Murray. <laughs> it's like a fan club. Which technically is true based on what we talked about um, Throw and Sork, right? They right. kind of see something in the human world that they think, oh, I'm, I'm physiologically able to do that quite well. And then they start mimicking. Yeah, so what are they before that though? They're like growing up and then there's like a ceremony where they become Hitmonlee. I don't think it's quite like, like that. Gather round and we're going to watch... <laughs> We're going to watch the anthology of films. Although, I mean, that does you pose... You a man. <laughs> that does pose an interesting question. Would it be called Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee if Bruce, Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee didn't exist? Um. Well, maybe Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan actually discovered the Pokemon <laughs> and named them after themselves. That's a fair uh, point. I huh? mean, okay, my opinion, I would go with certain actors probably don't exist in their Pokemon. Okay. And I think if we can think of good enough examples as we go along, we can do that. Then maybe, uh, maybe, maybe mm. that works. But for the majority of things, they're probably taking place of uh, animal characters, yeah. or like films that are heavily based around animals, and maybe even some films that don't have animals in. But if Pokemon was such a big deal in our world, like say we used them during like world war two or yeah. maybe we would have seen them pop up in like saving private ryan or something like wait that. what using pokemon in world war two <laughs> yeah well we had this discussion <laughs> briefly <laughs> briefly very briefly you don't really want to get too into it yeah, difficult fair. it's a different it's a touchy subject do you really want to make light of war yeah but we're not making light of war we're just saying that war would be different if pokemon existed i mean in yeah pokey lore episode five we discussed the use of Pokemon in war and in the workforce, right? Yeah. We basically said that it's inevitable that they would be used to Definitely fight. Definitely weapons. Yeah, 100%. They, yeah, yeah. So if you think about that, and we've been using them for a very, very long time, mm. a film like Saving Private Ryan would probably have, you know, a few flareons on the beach, right? Yeah, it'd be Definitely. very different. Yeah. But it'd be, it'd be an accurate retelling of what actually exactly. happened. Exactly. Yeah. It might be Jolteon's because he's pin missile. Oh gosh, will we be watching Pokemon die? It'd be very dark, I think. I think very... What yeah. about Marley and me? <laughs> Growlithe and me. Growlithe and me. <laughs> Herdia and me. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I get what you're saying. and I th- So 100% goes without saying, if animals don't exist but Pokemon do, then any instances of animals in films would be replaced with Pokemon. That goes without saying. Yeah. However, even though we very recently decided that the Pokedex is hugely hyperbolic, right? Yeah. And it's based around kind of myths and urban urban myths and legends. So when they say that, um, you know, a Pokemon is hotter than the sun, for example, that's huge amounts of hyperbole. It's not actually hotter it's, than the sun. It's BS. For, you know, reasons of science more than anything mm. else. Um, however, we do still agree that they are more powerful than animals and hold a higher level of, level of consciousness so yeah. they would 100% be able to act. If animal, if we can teach animals to act now, I mean, Pokemon would be yeah. better, right? So if animals were slightly more intelligent, then they'd probably be more films. Exactly. They need to step it up, basically. Yeah. You're right. I'm basically just shitting on animals. Yeah. I just think they're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> they keep going to the casting calls, but they're, <laughs> so, they're going denied. Exactly. Right. We probably can't get onto this without actually touching on, probably for the first time, uh, just, Seagull, uh, Detective Pikachu. Um, oh, yeah. And Detective Pikachu uh, represents Pokemon in the real world if the Pokemon company decided that's how they behave. Now, that's yeah. not what we're going as gospel. We're creating our own world here. Mm. Um, but 
in that film, they were sort of living harmoniously with the the human race of that city. You saw Machamp directing traffic. You saw Snorlax causing traffic problems. You saw like Pidgeot's delivering mail. You yep. saw Growlithe working with the police force. If a Machamp has the consciousness <laughs> to direct traffic, surely he can direct films and vote. Oh, you want to get into that, dear? <laughs> what an interesting turn. <laughs> yeah, no, I, but you see what I mean. They can, right? they can act. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They can make conscious <laughs> decisions alongside, or in fact, instead of humans. Is Dwayne the Rock Johnson Dwayne the Rock Johnson, or is Dwayne the Rock Johnson Machamp the Rock Machamp, or Dwayne the Gollum Johnson? Oh my gosh! Right, right, <laughs> right. Or just the Brock? No, that's not right. No. There would be Pokemon movie stars. There would be Pokemon, Pokemon movie, movie stars, stars. absolutely. Yeah. And also, look, well, we can't really get into this without, you know, discussing it. I nickname every single Pokemon I catch. Yeah, just that's... about to say this. Uh, no, you nickname one, and then you treat it like a prince. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the one that you would normally nickname, like your starter? <sighs> yeah, probably. I'd probably give my starter a really shit nickname. Um, that's nice but really. then when I get a Pokemon that's like oh, you're the best you're a really good boy sure <laughs> <laughs> then that one's getting a, a good nickname that's nice so actually so you do it after catching and training it for a little bit or is it an immediate as soon as you catch that it's pure aesthetic ghastly you're like oh you are a good boy I mean I well you. you guys know how I play Pokemon anyway bird team bird team bird team yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I Puffins. Okay, okay. My, my theory is that whenever you go to a gym and you fight a gym leader, there's a theme, isn't there? Like, oh, mm-hmm. this this one has like fire Pokemon or ghost Pokemon or something like that. So you should be themed, basically. And yeah. any trainer you fight is like, oh, I'm a bug catcher. So you got to role play this game a little bit, I think. And... I agree. Sure. Bird Pokemon. Bird Pokemon. Nicknaming your Pokemon. Yeah. Right. Nickname everything that comes to it. <laughs> comes to you. These famous Pokemon that you're talking about, probably what it's not going to be called like Hitmonlee in Die Hard, totally. is it? Mm. It's not going to be... It'll be like saying human in Die Hard. Exactly. It's going to be like f- famous Pokemon Coca-Cola. Yeah. What? Oh, sponsored Pokemon. <laughs> is that uh, your name for a Pokemon? So, right. My naming system comes from uh, my whatever's good Whatever's in the room mm. at the time. It's not whatever's <laughs> in the room. It's whatever's in, whatever is in the Go kitchen. Go lamp. <laughs> it's whatever is in the kitchen. Microphone mom. Um, I have a friend that nicknames all his Pokemon after vegetables. I went That's with pleasant. I mm. went with uh, items in the kitchen that could relate to their typing. Okay. So my Growlithe would be called Tabasco. Lovely. Stuff like that. So that's what I mean. Like, these famous Pokemon, they're going to have nicknames. <coughs> they're going to be known by their nickname. It's not going to be yeah. like the famous Bulbasaur Bulbasaur. But I think we're calling them nicknames. Like, by the way, guys, episode seven, here comes the mention. My cat, Yorick... <laughs> Right, I don't call him Cat, and then I say, "Oh yeah, but we nickname him Yorick." I call yeah. him Yorick, yeah. right? That's yeah. his name. Yeah. So it's not about in, in the game nicknames is just uh, a mechanic, right? But in the yeah. real world, that Machamp would be called Dave. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't call your dog dog nicknamed. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> That's oh, the long I mean, hand. It's gonna happen, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You make a very good point. This is dog. We just we call him Ted. <laughs> But it's weird because, yeah, in um, 
Detective Pikachu, there's no... not All of the Pokemon are named as their Pokemon. Yeah, name. yeah, you're right. Yeah. And in all the games, when you fight anyone, they're named as the Pokemon. Mm. Imagine if they didn't do that and all the weird, like, random generated names that they would have to come up with in the games. Yeah, it would be a mess. It would, oh, it'd be, it. it would be great. And then, so in the wild, they would just be a species of Pokemon until they're caught and then domesticated, right? Imagine if it made it so you had to nickname all of them. Lovely. I mean, it'd be a long game. Yeah, I'd, I'd RP that. Yeah, I'll that. yeah I'm, I'm not saying that all 809 Pokemon that uh, sat in my living bank have nicknames because that's a shame. That's a lot of that's names. That's a real shame. With. We but... can sit here and let you do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> more of a visual than an audio feature, maybe. Okay, so, so Pokemon would be perfectly placed to be actors, right? To act in films. Direct films as well? How far are we going? No. No? No way. What about, um, I think there could be special effects units. He's yep. really, really oh. good. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, right? they're not like controlling the lights or anything. No, but no. they are the lights. They are the lights. They're a producing lantern. the lights. Right. A in, chandelier. Think about, <laughs> think about all those films with huge amounts of explosions in. We've got Pokemon that produce fire out of nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, get magma in there. Get a magma in there. You know, it's much less expensive than blowing up a thousand pounds of gunpowder. You know, Agreed. I'm not sure if that's the regular amount of gunpowder to cause an explosion. Oh, you're not an expert. I'm not. An expert. <laughs> All right, that wasn't apparent. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. It's it's a bit. It's another example of what we were talking about last week, right? Which is yeah, Pokemon give us an, a unique opportunity to create super sustainable or super profitable businesses. Yeah, that would replace what we're doing today. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Although we haven't replaced like. British Airways with flying on the backs of loads of Pokemon. Our world's still going to shit. Great. So now, so oh, you're going to be the political one today. Beautiful. Right. I'll I'll just enable this. This is great. It's a lovely little turn. <laughs> Climate change is real. <laughs> Moving on from climate change. Okay. So what about specific instances of movies or uh, TV shows? Anyone got anything? I can in tell mind? you one that probably wouldn't change that much. Go on. Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah just be no, like, that's... oh, he can talk to Pokemon. Simple. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of instances of that happening already. Who's the main Pokemon in that film? Oh, I don't think that they I don't think that Freddie Merc... Eddie Murphy. Eddie Mercury. <laughs> and, you, and sorry, just to reiterate, you do a podcast on films, right? You do a film podcast. <laughs> you should know this, right? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think he'd be replaced by Pokemon, though. No, no, no. He won't be replaced by Pokemon. Oh, okay, like, so who's, oh, right. who's the main Pokemon that he's talking to? In Interesting. That? Who's the other main character? Who's oh, the yeah, other? It's like a dog. It's yeah, it's a dog. dog. It's like a golden retriever, is it? Yeah, like yeah. a lab or something. I honestly don't remember that film. I, I can't imagine it's dated very well. No, I mean no one's watching it now. Sorry, aged very well. Well, so I'm looking at the movie poster here. I'm seeing giraffe. I'm seeing parrot. Giraffe rig. Um, parrot. What are we going for? Parrot. Uh, chatot. Chatot's a really good option. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, seeing lots of monkeys. Monkeys. Uh, Apom, monkey. Lovely. Primate. Oh, there were some rats as well, right? The rats. Yeah. Was that like a gopher or something? Something a little, you know? No, there were rats and one of them had gas. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there was a rat with Gosh, gas. You're this right. is a deep cut. I don't remember this film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Doctor Doolittle doesn't change all too much. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Agree. But like, it could feature in the Pokemon universe. It'd be very easily. easy to do. Super easy. But would it like actually make it 
less interesting because I think we might need to decide on something here. Is there regular precedent in our world where Pokemon exist of talking with Pokemon and understanding what they're saying? Um, there is in the anime. There is... got Lucario, Meowth. Look, I think... What's Lucario saying? Lucario can speak oh, with like psychic brain power. Oh. But very droll. I think that we... So droll. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already decided the groundwork of that. Like, psychic Pokemon aren't literally controlling minds of other people. No, they're suggesting. They're suggesting. They're like yeah. using Darren Brown mind powers. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right? You might actually get the gist of what a Pokemon means, but I don't think it's talking to you in your head. An idea. Or I don't think a Meowth is picking up language in the same way, you know, that mm. it did in a in a in the anime. I don't think um I think we've probably got like uh copycats, like mm-hmm. uh parrot type mm-hmm. Pokemon like Chatot and mm. stuff like that. Uh maybe even like Loudred and Exploud, the those Pokemon. Yeah. Are there any instances of Ditto taking a human form? In the film. Yeah. Detective mm. Pikachu. Did, did yeah. that happen before that? I'm no. not sure if it happened in the anime. I don't like it. I think it's too yeah, powerful. I don't like it. Either. I think we even had this discussion that we did, we, we vetoed it. Yeah, D- Ditto's can't do that shit. So are we also vetoing talking Pokemon? I think so. I don't you don't have talking animals unless Yeah, you don't have talking animals unless it's Episode 37, Ditto's Mysterious Mansion. Ditto turns into pictures of people. What? Yeah. So that would mean, in turn, that he transformed into a human. A, a Ditto transformed into a human would be sim- similarly capable of imitating speech, according to this uh, article on sci-fi.stackexchange. But mm. paintings don't speak, so there's a fault uh, in the logic. <laughs> I, I think they took quite a leap, to say the least. Okay, so what we've decided are... Pokemon can be actors. They're not directors. They may replace humans in some films. Yeah. They're probably replacing animals in all films. They 100% are because there aren't they're any They're definitely behind the scenes. Probably not in the editing room deciding which cuts mm. make what, but they're probably in the special effects. Cypher might be quite good on the cutting room <laughs> <Stop>. floor. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what we're going to do now is we'll take a break. And after the break, we will get into probably about a film each and throw them back at each other. Say whether or not we're going to, you know five star it yeah sounds great all right catch you guys after the break welcome back to the hollywood episode of fairly far-fetched how are we doing gavin sean everyone happy yeah I'm still trying to think of a name for this this podcast. Yeah, I think we'll talk and we'll we'll get there. Well, say the one that you had earlier because it wasn't on the air before. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Nicole Kidmon. <laughs> That's good. Nicole Kidmon is very strong. It's not a name of a podcast, though, is it? No. <laughs> it can be whatever it wants to be. Well, that was you'll, po- find, you'll find it. That was Pokeywood. Don't well, bring up Pokeywood. <laughs> <laughs> Hollymon. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Sean, you good? Yeah, good. How's that cough coming along? It's coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Coughing. You're going to sound bassy and delicious. Delight. Yeah, yeah, you sound very sexy. So I wanted to throw a movie at you guys. Um, a very famous movie that, Sean, you guys have talked about very recently on Don't Think About Elephants. Yep. That I think would be fundamentally different if Pokemon existed. And I'd like you guys to give me 
uh, in classic don't think about elephants form give me an out of five five star review of this film sure but I'd like you guys to bounce with me as well right you're the studio and you're the critics okay it's a difficult <laughs> line to that's the thing in movies right you can be, do both I mean I just want to be entertained Kia. So <laughs> lovely okay entertain me wow you're the voice of our listeners um, alright so 20th anniversary recently went to see this in a 4k remastering in cinema the other night The Matrix beautiful film thoughts about The Matrix yeah in general yeah I love The Matrix don't watch the other two right wrong, wrong. Oh, come on I'd go bought them all on iTunes last night mate I'd go oh. four star four star not five yeah um, five. I, I do love The Matrix it's, five. it's not a five it is, um, it is five, though. Totally is. Fine. It's Don't watch massive, the other two. It's massively influential. It is a five. Yep. I actually quite like the other two, but I'm kind of out on my own with that. So, The Matrix, if Pokemon existed. First of all, I thought, what an influential film, right? It's 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 such an important one, we couldn't possibly not touch on it. The other reason I was drawn to The Matrix is I thought, if you think about Pokemon films, they're normally based around a legendary Pokemon, right? Mm. Traditionally, Mewtwo. Mewtwo is this, like, overpowered Pokemon that can, like, do all this crazy shit. And it's normally, like, sometimes it's an origin story of Mewtwo as well, like the original Pokemon movie and then Detective Pikachu, and then I think he turns up in I Choose You as well. He's all over the show. And he's very, very iconic, even though, technically, if you read through the Pokedex, and if you certainly if you play the games, you know, he's not actually the most powerful Pokemon. The lore sets him up to be so. And it got me thinking, how might Mewtwo be able to do the things that he's able to do, right? He flies around, he can, like, communicate, he can just destroy everything. Because guess what, guys? He's the one. Yeah. Right? He's I, Neo. I know Mewtwo. <laughs> Kung Fu. Uh, oh, that was good! Oh, I'm really sorry that I missed me. that. Really, oh, really good. So it's a take on a Mewtwo origin story. We know he's, like, super powerful. And it's, it's, it's difficult. I'm going to try my best to explain this, right? Let's imagine that <laughs> there was a war between humans and Pokemon. And the way that humans won was by inventing Pokeballs. And Pokeballs are actually a... Like, they're mind control prisons for Pokemon. And we use Pokeballs not to store and trade them and stuff, but actually th- what this movie posits is <laughs> we use Pokeballs to... Uh, to extract the power of Pokemon in order to power our mm. world. In the same way as in The Matrix, we put them in these little pods and then we liquefy the dead and they're basically batteries, right? That's roughly it. Yeah. Oh, Pokemon batteries. Pokemon are basically batteries and the Pokeballs are actually the way that they are jacked in. And what this movie kind of... The the turning point of this movie is that Pokemon are always in Pokeballs. They're never actually out of Pokeballs. We used them to draw this energy from them to power our world, but Pokemon kept dying. One, because we're physically taking all of their life force, right? But also because mentally their brain deteriorates really quickly when it's just in a Pokeball being sapped of all its life force and they die really quickly, so it didn't create a sustainable energy force, right? I've thought about this shit. How much more is there? <laughs> so much more. So, what we start, we created a little digital world where Pokemon think that they're being battled with. Mm. to stimulate their minds so they stay alive. But then the Pokemon, there's like a little mutiny and then they, they're looking, you know, the Oracle prophesies that there's going to be the one who's actually Mewtwo and he comes out and like saves the day and starts flying and shit. 
So, Mewtwo is the one. Okay, so what you're saying is, is the Matrix isn't the Matrix anymore. It's just a complete. It's a film about Pokemon. No, because the the Pokeballs are the Matrix. They the create. Is still there, yeah. yeah. A way of keeping them trapped and in control is they're just housing Pokeballs the whole time, and the and this imagery of the real world is fed through to them, just like the Matrix. Yeah. Pokemon it's think that they're being battled in the real world, and they think that they've got this lovely relationship with humans, but that's something, exactly, that's a construct that we've created to keep their minds stimulated so we can keep them alive long enough, sap them of their life force for our own evil So the wills. humans are kind of like the squiddies. We're the robots. Yeah, yeah, we're the robots. Okay, so it's... Right. I like it, but what I don't like about it... Please. Is it's not cutesy and fun and no, makes no, you it's feel not sad that. about Pokemon. Is it's just entirely a film. It stops being the Matrix and it's entirely a film about Pokemon. And it's like a commentary on our possession of Pokemon. But what is the Matrix? The Matrix is... The reason why the Matrix is brilliant, one of the many reasons why it's brilliant, is because it makes you question existence, right? Sure. And what I hope that the... Pokemon version of the Matrix would be would question our existence as well. Like, well, actually, are we part of that program? Okay. Or yeah. are we, and and you know are, what is real? It's like an existential kind of movie. Sure. I know. I get. It's I get what you mean. Dystopian, isn't it? Exactly. Which is why I thought that you know, my, my version of it might work. I love it, and I think um, one of the big themes with Mewtwo is the whole the fact that he's kind of created in a lab and experimented on and, right. and a lot of the visuals of like the cabling and all that kind of stuff are, are there as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it, it could even, the whole thing is that Mewtwo is created by humans mm-hmm. and maybe that's, if, if Mewtwo is created in, inside the matrix, it's almost like we've created our own problems. So maybe there's something like even kind of more meta than that as well. We created Mewtwo because he was a, uh, it's like a bit like I guess Neo is almost a rejection of the Matrix. By the end of the third film, that's kind of what comes out from it. Yeah, I guess it depends how you interpret it because he's kind of like a necessity, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Which is why yeah. I like the second and third movies, by the way. I think it really build, builds on that universe. Yeah. Right. They're okay. Characters. Trinity <laughs> <laughs> would be Dodrio. Three heads. Morpheus. That's smart. I like that. Right? Thank you. Morpheus. Ditto. Morpheus. You're such a fan of the play on words. Uh? (laughs) Um, Oh, guess what, guys? Cypher. Cypher. (laughs) (laughs) Is this entire film like a a foreign language film and it's subtitled? Why do you say that? It can be, if that would make you give me an extra Are you using Pokemon to act throughout this film? Or are the Pokemon... In the film, and then you're subtitling it with like what you think they can say. Because we did decide that Pokemon can't talk quite. Right. So any lines that are in there are just like subtitled. Yeah. Dodger, yeah. Dodger, or or, or maybe they, maybe the ones that have been freed can, because they're able to, in the same way as Neo is able to use the rules of the Matrix to to have something to break, the rules of oh, the world that we create yeah. is that Pokemon can't speak, and because. Mewtwo and the ones that have been freed from it know that they can then break those rules. I think Hold what on. I, I think Hold what I love is in the real world the Pokemon just say Mewtwo Mewtwo. Mewtwo. <laughs> no, no, that's one thing I will and not allow. In the Matrix they talk. Properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've decided that as a rule, really Pokemon can't talk, and you're saying in the Matrix the movie. Yeah, but the Matrix the movie, isn't real. Maybe they can. 
what this what, what this presupposes is. What this presupposes <laughs> is maybe they can. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, tank this... would be mill tank. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> is this is this film entirely more, CGI? Or are you using Pokemon actors? Real Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. It has to. So how are they voice acting is my question. Mm, we dub they, it. Dub it. We do that thing where like you get the little fake lips that come <laughs> come through. You know? When they like kind of Photoshop on some lips. You're going to put like, like that. googly eyes on yeah, them. Exactly. <laughs> so it looks like the trailer to the Cats film that's just come out. It looks like the trailer to the Cats film that's just come out. Yeah. Yeah. Dozer, Snorlax, what? He's dozy, right? Not necessarily bulldoze. You wouldn't go for drowsy. Apoc would be magic up because he's fucking useless. Switch would be golding because she's basically useless. Oracle, Zatu, Pokemon number 178, can see shit. And the agents would be legendary Pokemon. Because that's how we explain overpowered legendaries. But hold on, hold on. The agents all, they were all uniformed. Yeah, Gav always hates my ideas. (laughs) The agents were like all uniforms and they were all the same. They were all like identical apart from Agent Smith, right? Yeah. Agent Smith was the anomaly, yeah, right? And only, he was the only, only an anomaly because Neo caused him to be one, right? Yes. Now, why would the agents be lots of different type of legendary Pokemon? Think right. about that. Morpheus is no longer Ditto. The agents are Ditto. <laughs> Perfect. Because who's they Morpheus? can take on any form, right? Yeah. yeah. That's how we explain Dittos. Go on. Who's Morpheus? Uh, Morpheus. So, what are the characteristics of Morpheus? He's pretty wise. He's very strong physically. Mm. Uh, what else, Sean? Describe Morpheus to us. I mean, he's like a believer, isn't he? He's like a true believer. Mm. I mean, I don't think you're going to get that in a Pokemon, personally. Not Diggersby. I think Diggersby is more of a Danny DeVito type yeah, actually, character. Yeah, uh, actually, Diggersby would make a really good tank or dozer. I'm as well. gonna go with Rhyperia. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stoic. Big, strong, wise, strong, and especially that scene where he breaks out of the chair. Yeah, you want like uh, like that. Oh, Real Rhyperia. nice. Okay, so if I'm putting Rhyperior in as Morpheus, mm-hmm. come on, out of five, five stars. What are you gonna give me? Three needs work. Three needs work, Sean. No, I think you've taken the the ideals of the Matrix film and the lessons of it and converted it perfectly <laughs> to. Thank <the> you. <laughs> Out of five. Uh, and uh, by the way, I'm going to allow you to give um, half stars on this just to piss off Josh and Mark. Okay, well, I'll probably go four and a half then. Lovely. I would have done five, but because you gave me license to do half stars, I'll do four and a half. Well, I've dug my own grave there. So there we go. Mm. All right, four and a half stars for The Matrix. Uh, Gavin, what you got for us? Well, mine spans uh, multimedia. Lovely. So it's not just films. It's comic books. Mm. It's TV shows. Mm. It's cartoons. I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this. Mm. What does the Marvel Universe look like if Pokemon are our animals? Lovely. There are so many superheroes based on animals. Black Panther, Mm. Spider-Man, Black Widow, all those sorts of characters. You've also got like the Vulture as villains. You've got all sorts. Like, What does the Marvel Universe look like? Now, it's probably something as simple as... We're changing names of of superheroes to something else. So Spider-Man's no longer Spider-Man. He's yep. Spinarak Man. Black Umbreon. Black Umbreon. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah, like it's going to span this entire... What's Ant-Man? Ant-Man. Um, Drew Ant-Man. 
Durant? Durant. Is that man. the ant's Pokemon? Yes. Durant. Durant. I can't. I think it's quite easy. I don't think we need to get into it necessarily, but like the. Yeah, the... you don't want to say too much because it will start to unravel, I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying yeah. is, is that the, the superheroes that you've got uh, in those films will be somewhat representative of the Pokemon that we've replaced in the world. And I don't think necessarily you've got uh, Pokemon in those roles. Mm perhaps maybe particularly evil pokemon that you yeah. could be portrayed as like maybe maybe um the that vulture type pokemon oh yeah just uh, mandibuzz mandibuzz yeah yep. is actually the vulture from... yeah oh okay so you're saying maybe some of the bad guys are just pokemon. overpowered pokemon overpowered pokemon That's yeah. nice um and maybe they're given that backstory to give them mm. a bit bit of an edge mm. over like a traditional mandibuzz don't you also think it's a actually oddly a bit more believable that for example a human mm. might be in some way infected or bitten by something like a durant and become something greater than himself because the, these pokemon they've got lots of weird stuff right first of all they like attack second of all they're able to control things and have consciousness like they are more powerful than animals so if anything for me it makes it more believable that someone could be someone could be bitten by something yeah. and have their genes rapidly change but do you see what I, do you see what i mean it's strong um i can't sell it to you here's how you could sell it to me gav go on you've got the pokey knowledge what other superheroes would exist in a world where pokemon exist vanillite vanillite lovely <laughs> <laughs> Van- Van- Vanilla Man. Vanilla Man. And um, what would his superpowers be? Being super cool. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> um, okay, so what about... Um, Pokemon number 603, Electric. Yeah, Electric, yep. which is, would you believe it, an electric eel by Pokemon 603. They start getting <laughs> a little on the nose. Run out of ideas. Yeah, a little... Um, would make a great superhero or a super villain because he's kind of like slippery well, what about um, well, you have all the infinity gem stuff that's been happening okay there's, there's all the like evolution stones right mm. there was something like that nice and then if you had all of them in a gauntlet oh that's cool then you could evolve into half, a, half of the universe just be every type <laughs> what a great revolution instead of killing <laughs> instead of killing half of the universe, we evolve them. Yeah. <laughs> That's lush. And then what, they use them as an army or is it just that... Or actually, it's an interesting take though because Thanos was... Remind me of Thanos' motivation. Uh, he thought that the universe would survive better if there was less of them. So it was like overpopulation. Yeah. Not enough resources. He was very logical. It was very logical. Instead of using the gauntlet to double the amount of resources though... That's a good point. It's a really, really good point. Yeah. Just have more corn around. Have more corn. Guys. Have more space. Make everything twice as big. It's a really good Why didn't he do that, Sean? Mad Titan. But like, why do I know the answer to that? <laughs> I don't know. You have a podcast about films. <laughs> Is Rocket Raccoon a CG zigzagoon? Yes. <laughs> yes, he bloody well is. I love that. Yeah. You know what, I'm, I'm actually quite into this, raccoon? surprisingly. I can imagine there's already a poster somewhere where someone has done this. Oh, more than likely. Yeah, well, I just found the Black Panther Umbreon thing. That <laughs> 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 wasn't off the top of the dome Is piece. Is Umbreon the closest thing we've got to a panther Pokemon? No, Persian would be. Alolan Persian. Yeah. Except for his stupid little face. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lowland. He just looks so like he's been stung by a bee in the face. <laughs> hold on. Isn't isn't a panther just a black leopard? It is, yeah. So, hold on. There's a Pokemon called Lipard. Great. Perfect. Black Lipard. Black, black Lipard. There we go. It'd Done. Like a shiny. Yeah. Lipard Pokemon 510. Wonderful. Um, so, yeah, I just think... Okay. Uh, in all of the... The Marvel, the superhero <coughs> media, we're probably replacing those superheroes that are based on animals with superheroes based on Pokemon. Mm. Uh, I'm not expecting a very high star rating here. Here we go. Sean, thoughts? Um, I feel like if I give you a low rating, then I'm going to suffer in a minute. <laughs> that's, no, that's not you how You think I'm works. petty? <laughs> I think it's quite an easy thing to do, isn't it? Like, you've got such a huge, varied roster, and they kind of already have powers, so mm. you can kind of match the powers up. So I can see how you could shoehorn Pokemon into it. Yeah. Um, it's not a very interesting concept. That's the only thing. So I'm going to go three. I appreciate that. The thing, yeah. So the thing is, right, is it would... If we are... The reason you're giving it a three is because you are comparing it to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it now. If, however, we lived in an alternate universe it was exactly the same we didn't have animals we had pokemon it would still be just as good a franchise which is interesting mm, right it would be it, it doesn't become thing. any worse what i i really liked your build though which was that actually it's the evolution stones in the gauntlet mm. and because another way of thanos achieving what he wants to might be to actually accelerate the um you know the our own destruction right mm. he went for the shortcut sure but what if instead he went, well, if I just evolve all half of the universe, then they would so quickly eat up all the resources that we would immediately reset down to a manageable level of beings in the universe. Uh, by the way, um, I'm giving four stars as long as the I- Infinity Stones, Evolution Stones are in. That's my... Okay. Are they in? We happy? Fine. Way sure, Four stars. <laughs> Sean, bring it home. Okay, I'm going to give you the starting point of my film. Okay, all I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my favourite film. Great. And then let's let's see if we can convert it. I hope this is one that I know. It's probably going to be some, like, foreign language film I've never heard of. Come on, man. My favourite film is Catch Me If You Can. Oh. I mean, it's Spielberg. It's got jazz. It's set at Christmas. Mm. It's a brilliant film. Leo. It's got DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. So it's got Tom Hanks. It's got Christopher Walken. Oh. Now, I think Christopher Walken would probably, if I was direct replacing him as a Pokemon, I'm feeling Golduck a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That. Okay. He's a bit gangly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he could do his, like, his speech, two ratatas in a bucket of cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, ha- have you, was it, was it DiCaprio in the lead role of that film? It was, yeah. Um, so, oh. right. Correct me if I'm wrong. I've, you like that, didn't you? really good. <laughs> I've seen this film. To butter. <sighs> DiCaprio goes through this film basically defrauding people, doesn't he? Yeah, but uh, I don't want to go ditto. No, no, no. I've got that... someone else mm. for you. Okay, cool. I've cool. got someone else for you. So he goes through this film defrauding people, creating the illusion that he's someone else, taking basically, you know, identity theft, right? Yeah. I've got a Pokemon for you. Pokemon number 571, Zoroark. Oh, Yeah. The Illusion Fox Pokemon. Mm. We oh, could re- we could replace Leonardo DiCaprio with Zoroark DiCaprio. Good. Who can give the illusion that he is something else, like he is another Pokemon. So Catch Me If You Can could be this amazing journey of 
Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, who's Tom Hanks in this film? Like, he's what, like what, what Pokemon is he? Oh, okay. Um... He's not Golduck. That's Christopher Walken. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Explain his character to us. Let's see if we can get there. Okay, so... He wears he... a top hat, so he could be Murkrow. Or the evolved form, Honchcrow. Yeah, which should be Henchcrow, by the way. Henchcrow. Henchcrow. He's a Henchcrow. Right. I'd go for that. Yeah? Yeah. I would have gone with Arcanine. Okay. Because Arcanine, to me, represents everything what Tom Hanks is. Right. Continue. Stoic, noble, mm. does no wrong, mm. never takes a role as a villain. Mm. Arcanine. Nice. He works for the police force in pretty much every iteration of the media that Arcanine's ever been portrayed in. I'd follow right, Arcanine. Right. You'd follow Arcanine. Yeah. And Arcanine, bloody quick, catch me if you can. Nice! He's chasing... Arc- Arcanine Hanks is chasing Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's using agility. Zoroark, yeah. Right? Zoroark is taking the form of other Pokemon's identities mm. throughout... This is a shit film. <laughs> It's well, tough though, isn't it? It, it is, is tough. It's not easy. Particularly when we've set the ground rules of Pokemon aren't replacing humans in our... You know, yeah. Our I mean, it basically, basically, any film that we're making right now is becoming like a shit animate, animated film. I mean, imagine as a Disagree. human watching a film where the Pokemon are all the characters and they don't speak. We don't watch films about animals in this way. <laughs> no, but we've but animals and Pokemon are not created equal. I mean, okay. There's, there's a lot of animated films that you could probably use, like Finding Finding Goldeen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lassie Come Home could be Growl If I Choose You. Lassie is your film that you chose. With animals, Lassie. There we go. Done. Homeward Bound would be better. All, nice. Yeah. All Herdiers Go to Heaven. No, you don't know that film. I'm all Dogs that, Go to have it, I'm Heaven. I'm getting that reference. Animated What's film. What's a Herdier? Herdier's a dog. Oh, okay. Dog type Pokemon. Oh, like a sheep dog. Yeah. I um I like it. Good. I do think you don't have up, to. I don't I like it. I don't think when that film comes out in the cinema, if we take our current like world into account, oh. anyone's gonna see that film. It'll be boring. It'll be like a foreign film without subtitles. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, Which is the on. problem of all it's of our like films. Yeah. The producers behind that film were like, all right, I've got this great idea for a film, but instead of humans, let's use Pokemon for every single role and then subtitle it. Yeah. And then let's release it. See, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. No one goes to watch that film because people would much prefer to go see Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can. Well, we're egotistical. We want to see our own... We want to imagine we are mm, these people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm probably going... Probably going three star on that. That's fine. I'm going to go with... I like it, but I'm going to give it two because I don't think it's going to work. I don't. We're not going out every weekend to go watch The Secret Life of Pets. All right, so Kia, what have we decided today? Uh, well, we decided that none of us would make brilliant uh, movie writers. Or film critics. Or film critics. Or anything at all to do or with Or Pokemon experts. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you about Growlithe, though. That's what I can definitely tell you. What's your um, favourite Pokemon? Charizard. Oh, Charizard. Um... Some, some brilliant films there. Listeners, please. You're going to allow yourself to be stimulated by this conversation, mm-hmm. all right? That's going to be my get-out-of-jail-free card for these wishy-washy movies we've just come up with. As you're listening to us, you're going to be like, your brain's going to be popping off with all these great movie ideas. Send them into us. Questions at fairlyfarfetched.com. You can also visit us at our website, fairlyfarfetched.com. There you can find all of our social channels. You can find all of our episodes. Sean, where can people find you? 
yeah, so you can find me um, on most podcast uh, apps. Uh, Don't Think About Elephants. It's a film co- podcast with just a couple of pals. Very casual. We don't know what we're talking about. Um, just fun listen. Okay, so thanks for listening today. Uh, I'm going to end with a very short Gavin's final thought. Now, this comes from Pokemon number 370, Love Disc. Which is, by the way... Sounds like a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you were going to say? Yes. <laughs> now, Sean, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> Check out my Love Disc. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's Love Disc. <sighs> love Disc live in shallow seas in the tropics. It's like one of those things that swims up your dick. You know, you get those fish, bro. You like, like you know leeches. Don't look at me and pretend you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, you, you, were you swimming in the lake recently? Yeah, it's like you, then you've got it. Don't urinate in there because this. Yeah, 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 because that opens up, up the urethra. You're yeah, right. love discs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> love disc live in the shallow seas in the tropics. This heart-shaped Pokemon earned its name by swimming after loving couples it spotted in the ocean waves. What were they doing? Oh my god, it was just having a little look-look. Love Disc's heart-shaped body is a symbol of love and romance. It's said that any couple meeting this Pokemon is promised a loving relationship that never ends. It's a symbol of a fucking pervert. During the spawning (laughs) season, countless Love Discs congregate at coral reefs turning the waters pink. Just imagine if you're on a Tinder date and one of the love discs comes along and you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this one's not a keeper. Don't lock me in a relationship until the end of time. Its heart-shaped body makes it popular. In some places, you would give a love disc to someone you love. Oh. Aren't they fish? They're fish. Like a little goldfish. Anyway. That's a business. I'll leave you with that. That is a business. Give a love I'm leave disc you to that love. As uh, my final thought, thank you so much, uh, for listening to our ramblings today yeah thank you very much guys and don't forget to check out don't think about elephants or don't think about don fan uh, 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 uh. rebrand don't know who knows he'd have to if yeah, pokemon have existed to. maybe we'll yes good point what Your does po- sean's podcast look like if pokemon exists <laughs> don't think about fampy <laughs> that's probably not a good idea for an episode guys just whole episode yeah whole episode <laughs> let's rename podcast titles <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back with you in a couple of weeks. Say goodbye, Gav. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Sean. Bye. Thanks for being on the podcast today, Sean. Thanks for having me. We'll see you guys real soon. See you later.